0: Welcome back. This is the fourth episode of my podcast, What a Week, where we talk about something that has had me stressed all the way out over the course of the past few days. I've been gone for a while. I'm trying to get my life together, but we're back. um, And we are going to talk about blackface. Um, So essentially, Black History Month is nine days in and it has been ruined. Um, People just keep taking nice things from from us as Black people. And so far, like the universe has been busy conspiring on ways to ruin Black History Month. So, first we had um, Jesse Smole's attackers. Um, then we had Liam Neeson and Michelle Rodriguez, and that whole like weird is he racist? Isn't he racist? He's not racist because he kisses people. It's just this whole thing. And then um, the Virginia, you know, government between um, the governor and the attorney general, both having had um, their past sort of brought back up, um, their past instances with blackface in the eighties. And then we got to the point that like, is the thing that we're gonna talk about today. Um, The latest bunch of black history month bandits um, have been none other than the girls in fashion. Um, It's New York Fashion Week. I live in New York. So all the fashion girls are out in their little stiletto heels. I know their feet hurt. They're running some shows. They're doing whatever the things is that they do. And all the while that they're like posing and trying to flex on the gram, some of the biggest names in fashion have been really just trying it. Like honestly, truly just trying it. So I brought in um, my good sis. Um, This is Anisha. Say hi, Anisha. Hi, Anisha. Hi, Anisha. Hey, she take it really literal um, to talk about essentially like blackness and the way that it's being represented by these fashion companies. Um, and we kind of want to spin out into some conversations of other ways that blackface um, that blackface takes shape in even, you know, 2019. So we're gonna take a step back and we're just gonna take a few minutes talking about some of those other instances, namely the, the Liam Neeson and Michelle Rodriguez situation. Cause I know that I know that she has thoughts. So, Anisha, like just in case anyone doesn't know, like what's how what's going on? What who are these people? What are they doing? Let's start with that.
1: I mean, Liam Neeson, he's just like, take it. We know him. We know that he's about yes. that light. We know <laughs> that he has a specific set of skills. Yes, yes he, he does. does. We know this, um, that incident with his friend, I I, I don't know how anyone, the conversation even got to this. I guess someone asked him a question about how Mm -hmm. did you tap into this rage? Right. And he, the genius that he is was like, my friend was, trigger warning, raped. And you know, I got real angry and I went out and I wanted to kill a black man who he refers to as Beast. And I was just like, cool, 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 cool. So he's his (laughs) publicist. And who are his handlers? Because this is not a story you tell on national television. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he ends this conversation with being like, you know, he used to walk the streets waiting for anyone to bump into him. And like, who's going to kill him? And I'm like, yeah, right, right, right. So this is premeditated murder and this is, these, these are your thoughts and like, no one's gonna, you know, there's no consequences to it. So,
0: so yeah. So, basically, um, yeah, he was promoting this movie and I listened to the read um, and Cured Fury called it Taken on Ice. I was <laughs> screaming. Um, and yeah, like you said, you know, it's basically the story of Taken, those skills that we all know that he has. Yeah. And he is like, something like with his son and that's what he's got to, you know, t- You know, I, I don't know. But it basically was, it is a story like Taken. And like you said, like he was asked about that rage. And it's just interesting because one of the things that uh, he actually shared when he told the story was that they said, you know, his friend had been assaulted like 40 years ago when this all happened. And he asked immediately what the race of this person was. So everyone was like, wow, that feels racist. Like why yeah, couldn't yeah, yeah. you have just been like, Ooh, like, I'm so sorry. Like, why would that be your first inclination? And now here we are 40 years later. And like you said, like, why would you retell us this story? Yeah. Like, I think that like, it's one thing when like you have a history and like you maybe were not the the most aware version of yourself 40 years ago. Like, thank God for growth, right? All of us have grown. Okay. So maybe he grew, I don't know. But like your decision to share this story at this time Mm -hmm. and, you know, Mm -hmm. listening to the read, they even were like, why did you share this now? Why didn't you share this?
1: This is a common thing. Someone not knowing how to read a room. So it right. is political climate. Right. You'd be like, let me share this story about the time where I was one hundred percent of trying to kill any black man that that had walked into that even. had nothing to do with like not even the same black man. You don't know anything. Thank you. So you're just like, I'm ready to pop off whatever anyone ask does about anything, me. and it's just like. One, it is extremely. You're, it's racist. Like off jump, it's racist because you asked your friend, who was it? was it? Yeah. Was it a black man? What language did you use? I would love to know. I would have loved to know what you actually asked this friend of yours. And like, I don't know. It just was like mm.
0: not good. So we got to spin. Okay, so okay, so this happens, right? Everyone is like, um, brother, not brother, brother. <laughs> Why would you tell us this, okay? Why would you... You could just keep that to yourself. So now we're trying to figure out, is he canceled? Is he not? He's on, you know, Good Morning America. They're like, they better not have the black mask. Like, it's yes. a lot of moving pieces. So then, his widow's I don't know if we're going to say co-star, fellow actress. I don't know. eh, They weren't the stars, but it's fine. Um, His co-worker, okay. Former co-worker. um, Michelle Rodriguez decides to chime in. And I definitely don't know the circumstances under which she chimed in. But then she told us that he could not be racist because of the way that he kissed Viola Davis in the film Widows. Now, I saw Widows, okay. Um... Not the best, not the worst. It was was good, all right. Um, I don't think that anything about any of those kisses indicated such a passion that it erased (laughs) a 40-year-old incident of racism. So maybe he isn't racist now. Maybe he is racist now. I don't know. But, like, sis, I didn't know that a kiss was a unit of measure of, like, mental growth.
1: (laughs) You know, Michelle Rodriguez made those, like, really... Sketchy comments a few years ago. Yeah, remind me. Remind me. How black people shouldn't audition for white roles. Oh. We should create our own roles. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, some loss, <laughs> sis is lost in the sauce, and we're going to leave her right exactly where she's at. We actually didn't ask for your opinion
0: at all. Nope. I don't actually, remember.
1: We never do. And weren't you like excluded from the Fast and Furious like franchise for a couple of movies? Because you're just like, Sis, sit down. We didn't ask you. We didn't, we actually didn't ask you. But she always gives her two cents.
0: Three cents.
1: Whenever she feels. It and, sucks. Like, and then she's quotable. People quote her yeah. still. And I'm just like, y'all love to incite some shit. Like, why is she? I don't know. Who's asking her for her opinion? I just need to know why we care. Who well, cares?
0: She asked or not, has been giving it. And so here we are. Um, okay, sis. So for a while, like, that was the main story of what was happening in the greater world. Right. Mm -hmm. So I feel like everyone had their eggs in the Liam Neeson basket to be like, yeah, well, I have thoughts. I have opinions. Here's my think piece. Here's my this. Here's my that. Mm -hmm. Like everyone's giving their two cents, whatever extra cents they felt they needed to give. that all of a sudden seemed to go just straight to the back burner because Gucci, here we go getting into it with the fashion girls. Gucci, um, started to, to make headlines for a turtleneck. Yeah. Um, as someone who loves a turtleneck, um, I am always like, Ooh, what's going on with the turtleneck news. Okay. And then I saw this and then said, I don't, no, 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 no. Um, I'm going to leave my turtleneck enthusiasm all the way back because I cannot support a turtleneck that is a black turtleneck, all black. And it has a cutout where your mouth is, and the rim of the mouth cutout is red, and not just like oh, like oh, here's a little red lining, little piping detail. It is thick, juicy, plump red lines, and I just was like, oh, okay, so we're doing blackface. Oh, okay, got it. We're doing blackface on the Gucci sweater, um, and people we're stressed. Mm-hmm. So, like, what were your thoughts? I, I'm curious to know how much this sweater even cost. I just, I want to yeah, know what the, look what the running cost of racism, <laughs> of what racism apparel looks like. 21st
1: century like. racism? <laughs> how much did it actually cost?
0: Yeah, how much is she, let's see.
1: Ooh.
0: Um. Okay, we're pulling it up, we're pulling it up.
1: I know, mean, <gasps> cool. Oh! Sis! How much?
0: Uh, $890 to be outwardly racist. Oh, wow. Outwardly. Okay. Okay, so that's what we're doing. Okay, so, anyway, what were your thoughts? What do you think? What's going on? What were, yeah.
1: Come, well, uh, come on. Just, like, you know, a little history, mm. if I can. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I grew up in South New Jersey right next to the ocean, so bakala, which is, like, the face covering with the mouth, it's super popular. You wear it okay. so your face not burning, you know, because, I know, yeah. like, that is a real thing you're all dried out and I actually really 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 love baklava's I think okay. they're it's just, it's just really cute I okay. remember Rihanna wore it to Coachella which it <laughs> was Gucci as well we're
0: gonna get into but yeah and uh-huh, uh-huh. I lived
1: and I was like I love a good moment like that and it just protects you from the wind but to see an all-black one with signature racist caricature of the red lip i was like oh okay 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 (laughs) i'm nervous i'm nervous not because you did it because trash is going to be trash Mm -hmm. everyone's waiting to be trash um but just because it just is becoming i'm like who's gonna do it next i'm nervous about like who's gonna do it Next, right. because it just keeps popping up.
0: So, um, I did an Instagram story in preparation for this conversation that we're going to have, and I asked people to share their thoughts after I sort of did this like little multi step rant, um, that we're going to you know touch on some of those points. Um, and someone commented, um, and this is a quote, and I want to know what your thoughts are. Okay. I want to talk this out. Um, so I basically was just like, I'm trying to foster a healthy, di- you know, a healthy dialogue, like. Please share whatever your thoughts are. And someone said, make the sweater in any color but black, FFS, any other color. I don't know what FFS means, but I wanted to know like, what are your thoughts on that sentiment? Like if this had been like a green sweater with like an orange... Okay, orange is really adjacent to red, so that's probably not a good one. But like, if it was like green and gold, or if it was like navy and white, if it was like black—no, okay, not black. We said no black, but you know what I mean. Like, would would this sweater still feel offensive if the colorway was different? Do you think?
1: Of course, to me, it would feel different because when you do something that's completely black, and Mm -hmm. then you get to the mouth, and you're like. I'm just going to offensively draw these, like this mouthpiece, which is red, and it's going to be huge. It is like, we if you don't know the history, you need to have someone on your team who knows the history. <laughs> this is why it's important to hire diverse backgrounds. Because at executive levels. At executive levels. Okay. That, that could be like, what you doing? Yeah. Because a green sweater that had a cutout, but the cutout was like neon blue would have been like oh okay so we're just this is it like i love a good neon color okay we were on this wave anyways okay okay for you to give me black and then have around my mouth a red mouth around my my mouth yeah a red mouth. i'm just saying <laughs> it. like just, just
0: in case you missed it just in
1: case there's you a red mouth <laughs> it, around the mouth part even no there's there there's no, no excuse okay. there's actually none yeah i okay. could have made it any other color but they were like we're gonna do this and on top of that
0: Let's just punch that
1: home. Just if, you, if you didn't know we were being racist, I'm gonna punch that home for you. Because again, there's no one on an executive level that can give you the history mm-hmm. and let you know what a Sambo truly is. This is actually it. We're gonna be white. We're gonna dress in our black, and it was it's too on the nose. Yeah, the way they advertise it, and it's too on the nose. The the racism.
0: So okay, so I actually forgot, and it, it wasn't until I pulled up to try to find the price of the of the Gucci sweater that um, the day before, and I remember I posted this on Instagram, Adidas, Adidas. Oh my God! Issue right? Adidas um named after Adi Dossler yeah I know a little bit of history let's get into that um some other time um well actually no let's actually get into this a little bit right now um fun fact it's not fun this is actually not fun but it's if you didn't know um Adi Dossler was um a German man who founded Adidas um or Adidas um during the 1930s
1: Maybe the twenties,
0: so. his brother um founded Puma um they did not speak a uh, sibling rivalry turned into business r- rivalry. It's this whole thing um Dassler was a Nazi absolutely um, and both of these companies outfitted not in a way of being like I'm not trying to minimize but le- legitimately outfitted the Holocaust like when people were going to concentrate concentration camps like, the companies that were producing the clothing that they were required to wear were made by these two companies. So I think it's important to keep that in the back of one's mind. Um, And like, I went to, I went to Germany a few years ago. And I think that like Germany does this, Germany has done this thing that the United States really hasn't done, which is sort of be like, so we were very terrible and we're very sorry. And like, we are not going to like be quiet in like our public Apologies for the Holocaust, and I don't think that like there's really like, ever anything that like they could do that would make up for it. But as a black person living in America, I'm like, wow, look at a nation giving verbal reparations, okay? Mm-hmm. Because the United States over here, I'm just saying, my just built this country for free.
1: I would like any reparation. Either. anything, anything. It's just verbal, like <laughs> <I don't- laughs> anything. Just-
0: and so it's just this thing of it's just interesting to look at um the difference between these two these two countries and the fact that like Germany was like, hi, we have a Holocaust memorial, you know, set up for the 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 victims and then survive. Like in our country and the Holocaust happened less than a hundred years ago, and in the United States Um, 2019 marks, you know, 400 years of race in the United States. Okay. The concept of being black didn't exist until 1619 when people were bringing over Africans and needed a way to differentiate the two classes. And you and I are sitting here as two black women waiting for apologies. Um, Mm -hmm. okay. So a little bit of context for the history, but, um, Adidas came out the day before the Gucci sweater situation, um, I don't know if they came out with it that day, but it was in the news of a sneaker. Okay, it's an all-white sneaker. I love an all-white sneaker. Nothing wrong with that. However, this shoe was called the Ultra Boost Uncaged. Okay. Um, and then everyone was like, hey, you probably shouldn't have an all white anything that is a, in reference to cages, particularly in this year month of February. And so um, the company, in a statement, said that the $180 sneakers, quote, did not reflect the spirit or philosophy of how Adidas believes we should recognize and honor Black History Month, end quote. So, yeah. Wow. Um, I don't know if and a lot of people were telling me that this sneaker existed before black and I'm sure that it did, but I think that like none of these are excuses. So it's just this thing of like are companies mindful of the fact that like you are going to get roasted on the internet. Ask h H&M in the monkey t-shirt, okay? Um, ask Dolce & Gabbana. Ask literally anyone. But when you do this in February or when you have a product available online in February, whether or not that was a launch date or not, they're coming for you. Right.
1: Again, this is like you need to have someone at an executive level. I, I truly believe this because someone should have been like, do you actually think releasing this in February is actually smart? Yeah. I think I think it just comes down to, like, I'm, I'm always, like, very much so on top of the fact that, like, companies go where money is. Mm-hmm. And clearly, like, we're in a really strange, familiar place where it's like, yeah. everybody's just racist. So, like, I'm going to go after the coins. And I'm going to go after whatever coin is, like, the most popular. And I just think it's another thing of, like, people actually don't care. They're like, cool. Like,
0: yeah, we'll get dragged. We'll Life get goes dragged, on. but, you know,
1: we'll ultimately get those dollars, those racist dollars, but it's still money. And in a capitalist society, it's all we're looking for is the coin. So I don't think people actually factually care. Because it keeps happening, Like. I think there was actually a shoe from Adidas that Mm -hmm. was the Black History shoe, which was an all white shoe with a black sole. And I was like, "So what we doing? So what are we actually doing?" Because they actually released
0: black sole,
1: but it was an all white shoe. And I was just like, "Do you have anyone on your team that you actually like and that you actually (laughs) listen to that you
0: let speak?" But you let speak.
1: Because like, great, you were, as a company, you knew what you did in your history, but like that was for a certain type of people. And now that you've made your amends with that type of people, you're like, it doesn't matter anymore. Like, you know what I mean? We're we're just making up for our own personal mistakes, but now we're just going after whatever we want because we can do whatever we want because we're chasing that dollar.
0: Well, it's so interesting because- I went to an event at Nielsen. They do, like, the TV surveys. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what they're most known for. And um, it was a presentation on the state of, um, like, multicultural America as it relates to, like, media. And, Mm -hmm. like, they had these three different reports on the ways in which, like, um, Asian communities use the internet, the ways that Latinx communities use the internet, and the ways that um, Black people use the internet, and essentially, just statistically, like they basically were saying that like there are more influencers that are Asian than like any other race of the multicultural. Um, demographic, they were saying that like Latinx communities use the internet as an extension of the ways that they exist in real life. So like family and like music being really important, and so okay. Pandora and like YouTube um, and Facebook being the apps that um, like Latinx like I get like markets were using the most, you know, right. because of the music, because of staying in touch with family. Yeah. And then when they got to the Black um, report, they were saying that. Something like it's somewhere around seventy percent of white people in America who were asked or well, seven percent of white people polled a gay representing America um said that they believe that black people create the culture of America. and so um that's a statistic that I, I need to get that exact number because i I constantly go back to it. So the idea that there's a white sneaker with a black soul, right that that idea that like. Yeah outwardly facing of like white people doing whatever it is that they please yeah. but behind it it being built on the expense of either like respect towards black people aka a black sold white you know shoe or um this uh gucci sweater or at the ex- literal expense of like slavery there we yeah. go drop the s word set it say it all the time lean mm-hmm. into it that's like american history um it's something that i think is so interesting in that like We're seeing more and more of that come through with these girls in fashion. Um, And I think that that sort of also helps us segue into another incident. Okay, here we go. All right. Which one is it going to be? Is it going to be, we could do, we could talk about Prada. Okay? Yeah. So let's we talk about Prada. They had a situation. We can talk about um, Grace Covington who um, used to be the creative director at Vogue for nearly 30 years. She just had a situation. Or we could talk about Montclair. They had a situation. Um, so... That's
1: so many to choose So from. pick one.
0: <laughs> and then we'll... And that's where we'll start. So pick one. I think
1: we should, you know, speak on Grace.
0: Okay. So um, Grace... Um, Coddington, um, is a elderly white woman who most people probably don't know. Right. Um, I literally had no clue who she was mm-hmm. until, um, a former Vogue staffer scammed her out of $50,000 this summer.
1: story as
0: well. And that was like my introduction. And then I Googled her and I was like, she looks like one of the witches from American Horror Story Coven. Heard. And it turns out that she was an inspiration for, mm-hmm. so... Who she actually is? She is a seventy-seven-year-old white woman who I think in nineteen, like eighty-eight, went to Vogue, and she um, was the creative director along with Anna Wintour. So right hands, okay. You have left hand, you have right hand. Yeah. Um, and she recently was photographed for um, some publication. I don't know what it is. There's French in the name. I don't know. Um, and she was photographed. And the photographer who released these photos. And in one of them, she was in her kitchen, and she just, she has this big, vibrant red hair, okay? And immediately behind the hair, that is like the focal point of this photo, um, are a set of jars. Mm. Flower jars, sugar jars, squeeze jars, I don't know what kind of jars they are. They're like those little Russian doll jars.
1: They're nesting
0: jars. Yes, there we go, okay. And what are those nesting jars of? You know, just
1: like, Classic stereotype of a mammy, should I say? I'm, I don't know, Jemima. You could even almost <laughs> argue um they were nesting, with like in a row, yes, from biggest to smallest, and she's standing so proud in her kitchen to show it off, and it's just like.
0: And the crazy thing, I didn't even notice this. So. um Auntie in my head, okay, Amina Tussauds, Um, a co-host of uh, the podcast, Call Your Girlfriend. She actually saw the photo on Twitter and she had, I don't know who took the photo. I don't know, you know, what the deal with that was, but um, it was a wide shot and then it was like a zoom in and then it was like a zoom in again. And like, then you notice that, yeah, these are her flour, sugar, um, and some other jars. And the other thing that's crazy is that when you look at the entire shelf, like the row, these two rows of shelves behind her, you see several different sets of these nesting-esque jars or, yeah. you know, little, like, tchotchkes. And this is clearly, like, a display of someone who likes to collect these type of jars. Yeah. And the fact that this 77-year-old, like, white woman has these jars and she's not bothered. Um, Am- Amina so actually tweeted... Um, this is also quote, this is also wild today. I'm not surprised that Grace Coddington can't be trusted, but I continue to be surprised that photographers will casually publish this stuff. Um, and then it was a little mind blown emoji. It's too easy. End quote. Yeah. So for me, right. I think the part about this, that's so frustrating is in my head, I was looking at this and I said, okay, she's a 77 year old white woman. And like, older white woman. Also she's from Ireland. She's from she's the UK. English. Yeah, she's okay. definitely
1: so we already know the implications behind okay. her mind.
0: So she is older um, and she is she she is English. And something about this that's so frustrating to me is I think about her role at Vogue. Right, and mm-hmm. the role that Vogue has played in what is deemed to be beauty, yeah, um, what is deemed to be fashion, mm-hmm. what types of bodies, what type of woman, what type of like um, outward representation of yeah. womanhood is ideal, and for Grace Coddington to have been behind Vogue for nearly thirty years—the like apex, the epicenter, the like. Create like I don't even know like the peak pinnacle idea of like white womanhood and 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 to be white is to be beautiful. Right. The fact that she has this jars.
1: Again, I'm gonna follow Amina and just say it's actually not shocking. I know because Vogue doesn't have like this fantastic reputation of putting black woman or women of color period mm-hmm. onto their, you know, their covers. And um, Anna is not some like maven of like, no. I've given you, I've given you blackness. What she's going to give you is the same type of black woman, which is going to be Serena Williams and Beyonce. Blessings to both. Hallelujah. <laughs> and they're beautiful and they're beautiful to stare at. And they're beautiful to look at, but they're going to capture whatever audience they need to capture for yeah. that moment. And um, again, not shocked. I would never be shocked. I will never be shocked about what people do. I am shocked that, like, no one has to think about racism. Right. But black people. Right. Because the photographer was like, I'm going to capture these photos. Actually, I'm going to just release them. <laughs> I don't, he probably actually never even thought, yes, had like a thought yes. of like, this is racist. Yes. Like, I know I see those jars. He might have even been like, What's the nice jars behind her? But like, never capturing
0: the quintessential American kitchen.
1: And the reason why I know he thought they were nice jars is because there's a photo of her in front of said jars. (laughs) So he absolutely thought they were nice jars because he captured the photo in front of these nice, nice, I'm doing this with the air quotes, nice jars. And like, again, I'm not shocked. And I'm actually not shocked about the photographer either because. Again, the only people that have to be aware of racism, especially the anti-Black rhetoric that kind of, like, swirls in the air every time you do anything, um, is, like, none of it shocking. Like, I'm not surprised.
0: So, it's funny that you brought up Beyonce, because I think a lot about her Vogue cover. Mm -hmm. And now she was like, yes, hi, um, I will do this. I will do this for you. You're welcome. However, I'm in control. Like, I'm not... Well,
1: she, like, has to control so, her narrative.
0: So, and I do think, I do think that, yes, that is a big part of who she is, and I do think that the way that she presents herself externally is very calculated, but I also do think that it's rather interesting that they were like, okay, yeah, sure, okay, yeah, sure, okay, yeah, yeah. Like, of course they didn't have another choice, but, like, would if any other woman, any other woman of color were to say, hey, I want to do this thing, but I need to be in control of it, like, do you think that that would have been the case? Like, Do you think that Serena Williams would have been able to be in control of a Kerry Washington of no, no. any other it's just Beyonce. It's only
1: Beyonce because Beyonce is like this very mm-hmm. and not that she's made herself this which I want to clarify because I do yeah, understand. I <laughs> um, she didn't make herself godlike but the way that America has made Beyonce and then the rest of the world has made Beyonce she kind of like can demand and command a certain respect but only because she's like Beyonce you know what I mean it just it just be like I know plenty I can say one word like I can give you just this like this is it this is what she is like Madonna's going to do this. She's going to be like, okay, and then I'm walking in, and this is what I'm, you know right. what I mean? This is what I'm commanding. I can even, like, there's so many people. Share could be like, and you're not going to play games, and this is how this photo shoot's going to go. And actually, I'm only here for 15 minutes, so give these shots real quick, and I'm out the door. Um,
0: so we think that Beyonce's the exception because of her life.
1: I don't think I've ever seen a black no. entertainer mm-hmm. as massively huge. Yep. Yeah. And again, I'm not, I'm not, I've only been on this earth for like less than three decades. So who am (laughs) I? What am I saying? I've never seen a black woman entertainer get the type of respect. And even then it's skewed respect, depending on who you talk to, like as Beyonce, never in my life.
0: So we basically can then say that, all right, Beyonce is the only woman of color to have ever been put in this position. We don't think than anyone else will at vogue we're speaking about at American vogue. yes at vogue mm-hmm. so the fact that you know someone might argue well grace coddington can't be terrible because she's you know and she wasn't involved in the beyonce um shoot but you know she has been a main a main staple in vogue over the past um more or less, well more or less 30 uh, 30 years but i still was to say that similarly to the like role that that Michelle Rodriguez played to Liam Neeson where it's like oh well you can't be because he can't be racist because he worked with we are on the same accord that like Vogue and and um Grace Coddington like we can't say like oh well you know they've she's worked with other black women in the past and it's okay like she can't be racist like
1: is this like when someone that was, was my roundabout. It was like a black kid and I was like, I'm not racist. Oh, but let me tell you how oh, you actually are. Let's
0: put a pin in that. That's coming. That's coming to our carpet. Put a pin. Oh, put a pin. Okay. okay I'm going to
1: put that in there. Put a okay. pin in that. It's okay. Gonna, okay.
0: That's going to come in later. Gotcha. But that was my roundabout way of basically being like, working with black people mm-hmm. doesn't exempt your racism. Not at
1: all.
0: And even institutions like Gucci, you know, these fashion houses or an institution, like a magazine, like Vogue, can still be racist. Absolutely. Or Grace Coddington as you know a de facto extension, um, yeah. can still be racist. So, okay. So we talked earlier. I listed a few other you know situations with Grace Coddington. We did um, Adidas. We did Gucci. Um, Let's get into Let's get into Prada because that was December, and then we'll go into Montclair because it's an older. Mm-hmm. Point of reference and that'll segue nicely into our next our next bit. So um essentially I had to do a little bit of 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 Googling because everyone was like Prada, Prada, Prada. And I was like, guys, what are you talking about? Like, what did I miss? And then I said, Oh yes, I I do recall. Um, so Prada had uh this was back in December, um had pulled a line of like little keychains, um, of um what are they called because they're not mannequins, but they're like these these little figurines that were in the um, Fifth Avenue um, window here in New York um, of like the Prada flagship. Um, so these little these little figurines um, they look like little <sighs> Jesus. Okay, they look like little monkeys, um, but they have again these bright red big lips. Some of them even have the nerve to have um, little, like, like black hair. Okay, um, not afros, but hair that is like little, looks like little twists or little, you know, pin ups. I don't, I don't know, I don't know what's happening here. Um, and upon further review, aka googling, because Google is a free resource that is available to all these places <laughs> before they hit published on the production line these figures um are known um or they're based off of a caricature known as a gollywalk. um uh and i don't know much about gollywalks, even as a black person but i guess i just sort of thought of it as like oh, it's just like what racism looks like um i didn't know they had names um but yeah so i'll include in the show notes like some links to some of these things so that people can know what we're talking about but this happened back in december so what's really interesting to me is that like Grace Coddington should have known better because of Gucci. Mm.
1: Excuse
0: me. Gucci should have known better because of what happened with Prada. Right. But here we are. Things are still happening. Like I just, I think that like it's just so fascinating that we can look at all of these events and it's like. Yeah, but someone else ruined this for themselves a few months
1: prior. Also, I just think that because there's like this random guy in Williamsburg who sells little trinkets and figurines mm-hmm. of literal faced everything. Got it. And he Got it. is always like, one time I walked by and I was like, I should knock these all down. And then I proceeded to walk up to him and I was like, this is disgusting. And he was like, this is art. And then proceeded to knock it all down because um, this actually isn't art. This Not is art. disgusting. Not and art. this, what Prada did, they're like, this is art. This is this is mm-hmm. art. And Grace and Grace her and her jars, this is art. This is hard. Actually, y'all... <laughs> y'all, again, don't care and you're following wherever the dollar is at and clearly that's where the dollar goes.
0: These these figurines were on sale.
1: Yeah. I think in the window. People bought these.
0: I think in the window. Like,
1: some... Some one <laughs> right now, I kid you not, has these... Uh, on a mantle. Monkey-like figures with their hair somewhere and they show people these things and um, some people are offended but guess what no one says anything they just all pretend that they didn't see it or they are actually they love it because this is art
0: I mean it's also interesting because I feel like white people will label these things as art Mm -hmm. but like had there been some sort of physical little tchotchke representation of the oppression of your ancestors somewhere?
1: Yeah. But the thing the is- The day is done. There would never be, because they would never, because they actually <sighs> respect one another. What they don't give a fuck about is my black ancestors and who I am and my history. They There actually would never be a trinket of a poor Irish farmer that had to come to America
0: as a result of the potato famine of they 1848. Would, there
1: would never be a trinket of that. There would never be a trinket of that because one it highlight, highlights a really terrible history of a people where people were dying because they were literally starving and then coming here and then the rest of America yeah. being like, actually
0: no, no. y'all,
1: we actually don't mess with y'all I don't know what this accent is and we're not doing it and they, as a people, had to collectively decide how do we now get, like, there would never be a trinket of that. There would never be a trinket of just, like, any anything. Other, right? anything, any, any it, it's, it's going to be something that's, like, one, very noticeable. You notice that. White people notice that. Yeah. We, we all know that. This is, this is, this is, is Sambo. This is a character that we all know, mm-hmm. even if you don't know anything about America, this is like oh my god! What is that country that has the, the black helper that look? They dress just like this. I, I'm 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 losing my Black Pete.
0: I don't know. I don't know. Black, black Pete, Pete is
1: Let's... Santa's helper. Oh no! In country. Oh,
0: is this why they do like the black face? Yes. It's Euro, It's it's a European. It's like
1: Sweden or Black
0: Pete. we listen. Google free resource. Free resource. Hap- is it We're tapping into it. Ooh. Ooh, oh, Zwarte Piet. Yeah. Um I don't I don't speak anything. So this character first appeared in an 1800 book by an Amsterdam school teacher. Um he is black because he is a Moor from Spain. And let's see. Hold on. Just let's see. Um people in this country, which I really do the Netherlands, yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. At Christmas time have parades where everyone
1: is in Blackface. Is in Blackface. Equipped so with afros. Yeah, afros. So Blackface is actually very, very, very universal. And like as an American, I'm, people are always like, "It's just in America." No, no, no. Y'all doing this everywhere. And um, so, like something like these figurines that were in the Prada display store are instantaneously recognizable yeah. by anyone. And then they put it in their in a flagship, which is on of all places, yes. Fifth Ave. Like who is not walking down the yes. that. This is luxury. This, is, this People- is what they're telling me, is that this, these displays mm-hmm. are luxury. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow. I shock myself sometimes, <laughs> because my mind <mom laughs> is actually, like it's just like-
0: She's stressed.
1: You're telling drink me- some water,
0: Drink some I water, boo, drink some water. I
1: have to. <laughs> I'm actually just done. Because you sold this in your fifth and you're telling me that this is luxury. By grace having those in there, she's telling me with all her other things, this is luxury. This is
0: aspirational.
1: By Gucci giving me an $800 sweater, mm-hmm. this you too, if you had my $100, can buy this sweater because it's luxury. Racism is luxury. I have the luxury to be this racist.
0: And to not be perturbed or aware of other people's frustrations and offense and their feelings. And the guy who actually took the photos of Grace, he, he,
1: he deleted them.
0: He deleted the original Instagram post and then he reposted, he reposted the photos, um, pulling up that Instagram now. And then he basically said, um, okay, here we go. found the the reposting um of his of his photo shoot with Grace in his caption, it reads, "I'm reposting the photos of Grace Coddington in her apartment from yesterday." I deleted a couple of the shots after the mammy cookie jars in the kitchen were brought to my attention. I'm truly sorry for my oversight and I'm grateful for, for the call-in about this. I'm embarrassed that I didn't notice or call them out myself earlier and am committed to doing better in the future. Grace Coddington photographed at home in NYC for the new issue of... At, insert a name of a French publication that I cannot pronounce, LOL. And when you click on... I don't speak French, I'm not gonna butcher anybody's language, but when you click on this publication's Instagram, okay, the bio, lifestyle, and the luxury magazine. Um, so some people to, to to jump back since we're talking about this this caption that he wrote, one thing, one, he didn't even capitalize Mammy, mm. which I'm very pro capitalizing the B in black. Like, I love the that. least that you could do for the disrespect that I feel. What's
1: some disrespect on <laughs> you, It's like you're gonna slam, the, the disrespect is gonna be heaped onto us because you're like.
0: Not only. Can I not be bothered to be offended? Not only could I not be bothered to not include these photos, not only could I not be bothered to see that this is problematic, I cannot even be bothered to hit the shift when I hit that M no, key no, no. to type the word mammy. Too much work. Too much work. I
1: just, I don't... It was too much work.
0: I'm so sorry that your day was so busy, sir. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Racism does tend to take a toll on one... Actually, it's it doesn't.
1: It doesn't. But like, when, when people <laughs> have to apologize, it's like... Oh my God! Let me just tell you. Yeah. I have never in all my years thought. Like, oh, tell me, tell me, come on. Give what, me your what? about? Pain. What about all of those years? Give What's me your going on? That you have to apologize for one not catching it because you didn't catch it. She doesn't give a fuck because she already had it. Yes. <laughs> this is luxury to her. The, this is art, and this is luxury to her. Um, you didn't catch it because you're not aware of it and you don't have to be made aware of it. And now that someone has made you aware of it, now you're being educated because someone has taken the time out of their day to now educate you on a problem because you don't care about Google. and <laughs> You don't. Google is so free, y'all. It's Google. so you free. You actually don't care about learning. You actually don't care about learning. You want someone to do the learning for you. You want someone to teach you.
0: Well, but also it's funny you said that someone, it's like, we know that that's someone's, many yeah. a people, and so it's interesting to me that like, I think that if one person posted a comment and was like, "Hey, Seth, you said you did something problematic," I'm gonna be like, "You know what? Let me just let me just take this down." And I don't think that that was the case that happened no, no, here. No, it, was flat. it was, it was, and it it wasn't until all of these people were like please stop, like, please and, do something and, But it, it. has to
1: be someone with a significant follow-up count, because sometimes it's like, and someone with the blue check next to their name has to say something for people to be like, wait, wait. And then they're still going to question it. Yeah. Until we have thousands, maybe mm-hmm. even millions of people being like, yeah, so... you know, that was racist, right? <laughs> it, it takes a village <laughs> really it does it does it does it does it does because you have to then prove to the racist that they're being racist. you have to now improve your point because now we're lawyers and we're on trial and (laughs) we're going back and forth and one's a plaintiff and one is a defendant and
0: um they're also judge and jury
1: and you have to then sit there and prove your case oh my god of why you have brought them to court so black people are, are always plaintiffs and everyone else are defendants. Other white people in the comments are defendants. And the person that committed this racist thing is the judge and <laughs> the jury. So now you're all going back and forth in the comments. You're the plaintiff. You brought them to court. You're like, listen, let me just let you know. This is not okay. <laughs> Why are you this way? But, and then they're defending. But you're not wrong. You're and then not. Wrong. Other people in the comments. Being yes. like, this, you this is You're a liar. You're very sensitive. <laughs> sensitive. Also, you're very sensitive. It's the
0: PC cultured arguments, the PC culture debate. And it's like,
1: Or it's like, why are you being so aggressive? Wow, we're on the internet <laughs> I need you to one pull that back. I need you to pull that back. You're just you're using key words, I like to say, key words that people use whenever mm-hmm. you're trying, as your plaintiff, you're trying to come and they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're being a little. So, everyone else in the comments are going to be the defendant. And the person that actually committed said thing is both judge and jury. And then they decide what the outcome should be. And that's thank you for coming to my TikTok. Talk. Listen, um, wow. How do I support
0: you financially for that gem that you just dropped? Do you have a Venmo or Patreon? Um, I think that that's really interesting too, because it feels like. Okay, so I didn't go to law school, so I can't, I can't, Wait, I can't, I can't, like, go with the same vigor to, like, spin this out, but, you know, I do watch a lot of Law and Order, okay? A lot of, a lot of SVU, and something that's interesting is, um, you see all the times they talk about precedent. Mm. There's no precedent. There is precedent, and I look at some of these instances, and if we're gonna, if we're just gonna spin out this, we're gonna flush this law, you know, and now judge a little bit, there is constant precedent, okay? I hope those snaps picked up real nice in the mic. Sorry if they're loud in your ears. But there's constant precedent and it just feels like these people, it's just like, hi, you've seen what's happened to your peers. Yes. You saw what happened to H&M. You yep. saw what happened to Dolce & Gabbana. You saw what happened to Nike. You saw what happened to, to okay, here we go. Um, Pulled up a little thing um on the internet. This is, this is just me rattling off some other examples of of celebs who've done blackface, um, and and we we're gonna run out of time today. So actually, before I, I, I well, while that loads, before I, I continue, Anisha and I are gonna come back. Yeah, this is part one. It's oh gonna, my god, it's gonna be. It, it could possibly be a, a two or three part series yeah. for Black History Month because I I really feel like there's so much to talk about in the world there's- of blackface. Um, especially think, in this Black History Month, you think law. you have an agenda, <laughs> and you're like, oh,
1: oh, wait, that one time, let me it back around, because it's, mm-hmm. it's
0: never mm-hmm. ending. Actually, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we're
1: gonna talk about celebs and blackface. So,
0: so I pulled it up. Oh, oh God. I pulled this up real quick. Oh, amazing. We're gonna we're gonna go back to precedent, but it's to say that. Um, Someone at the Daily Mail actually wrote um, a a piece basically about um, it's called Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon make no mention of the blackface scandal on their show as both host and a myriad, a myriad of celebs. Um, including Billy Crystal, Judy Garland, Ted Danson, and Joy Behar um, are revealed to have participated in the racist practice. So um, this, the Lord's work of the Daily Mail, okay, give this author a raise. We've got photos of Jimmy Kimmel in blackface, Jimmy Fallon in blackface pretending to be Chris Rock. Um, the the Jimmy Kimmel incident was him trying to um, wow. be a Carl Malone um, in uh and then he played Oprah Winfrey.
1: Can I just say another thing? Even going back a little further than this, remember when Steve Martin was in the jerk and the opening line was like something about him being a black child? Like in that movie, he's. Editing. Oh, I, not I'm like, oh, like we're gonna, we're not get it We're okay. comedians are extremely problematic so, in a way that we can't eat. We don't even have the time. For.
0: Not today, but that might be part two or part three. Um, this article also points out Billy Crystal. Um, in blackface as Sammy Davis Jr. We've got Sarah Silverman in the worst kind of blackface in that her hair is in two pigtail braids, literal black paint. Not that brown paint is better, but like in literal black paint with white lips. Are they ashy? I'm offended, okay. And then she has the nerve to have a plaid bandana tied around her head. Um, we've also got Ted Danson in 1993 in blackface. Joni Mitchell in 1990, oh, sorry, in 1976. Paula Dean, whoop, whoop, okay. Not in blackface, but in like a Latinx face. Yes. Pretending to be Ricky Ricardo in a Halloween episode in 2012. This is Joy Behar in blackface. I, I, I'm confused. We'll get back to that one. Oh, um, this Julianne Julian is Hull.
1: my I, As I'm crazy you know, every Halloween, I used to tweet her that photo. <laughs> and I would be like, never. I'm not even kidding. I'm not even joking. I wish I still had Twitter. I, every Halloween, I'd be like, never forget that this is the person that you are and the person that I saw you for. Wow.
0: Doing the Lord's work on the devil's platform.
1: Every Halloween, I'd fail. I used to be like, and I would just tweet her that photo. Every Halloween, because I just was like, I don't care about Dancing with the Stars. I don't care about any platform that you're now currently on. Where is the work that you were doing to make up for said? I can't even get into blackface, but I used to tweet her that. So I just want everyone to know that I was a petty, I mean- petty, 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 petty woman. And I'd be like, I want you to know. I see you. you may- everybody else may have forgotten. <laughs> I actually haven't.
0: I haven't, and I'm going to make sure you don't either. Um, we've got a Howard Stern in blackface in 1993, Elizabeth Taylor in
1: 1988. What? That's not this even mentioned. <laughs> that other person.
0: Trigger warning. Chris, uh, not Chris. Kylie Jenner. They're all interchangeable to me.
1: That's that's. A, Wait, we didn't even actually. We're not doing that. I'm not doing that. Wasting our breath to talk about that ever. I'm just letting that be known. I'm actually never going to speak on it because it speaks for itself.
0: Um, we got Judy Garland in 1938. We've got Gene Wilder in Blackface in 1976.
1: Robert Downey Jr. Famous. Famous I love like... *Tropic Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. The problem with that performance was my grandma played that performance. And I was just like, yo, yeah, 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 yo. Yeah, yeah. I'm very conflicted because I was I was younger Young, when it came yeah, out. Yeah, 2008. And remember, this is the performance that got him back into the spotlight of being we love. Rah- he received you know? an
0: Oscar nomination because Falling racism
1: is luxury. Never forget that, and it warrants literal Oscars. Okay, it is the craziest. Oh. My grandma was like, "This is the." And in the movie, I know everyone—if you haven't seen it—they're constantly calling him out in the movie <laughs> about. <laughs>
0: Oh, he's not a black man. And he's like, you never go full black. <laughs> Listen, this isn't funny. This is a good movie, though. Maybe Anish and I will watch it and we'll do a, oh we'll do a, live, a live stream reaction. I actually am,
1: I cannot watch this movie with oh my because I actually yes. cannot go there. But wow, okay. Coming to you on the internet soon. And that performance. I'm laughing not because... It was like fantastic racist. Actually, like, <laughs> what this is this? Bananas is that shit crazy because also Tom Cruise is in that movie doing a questionable, questionable, questionable Jewish thing as well. So, that movie from start to finish. I don't
0: even remember that. That
1: movie from start to and finish.
0: And that movie, in my opinion,
1: like slapped.
0: Like whatever the kids <laughs> use to describe slaps, it pops. It, whatever oh, that I movie? watched that movie, I was like constantly. And then him. it
1: makes me think of like, what was Ben Stiller actually thinking about? Because, because Ben Stiller was the one that that's that's Traffic is Ben Stiller. So mm-hmm. like, what does he think? Because they have like, I think low. Something Grossman is who Tom Cruise uh, plays. Yes, so he plays less. a caricature of a Jewish man. <gasps> so that movie from start to finish was like, this is how you portray now Jewish men. Okay. So now we're, we're di- different levels. We're different gonna levels we're gonna
0: seasons. okay. We're gonna That's do we're gonna do a Tropic Thunder episode. Um, <laughs> it just it can't be today, but uh, okay. So we have, to, we have to go back. We have to go back. So go okay, back, go back, go back. Sorry, rewinding, rewinding. Sorry for that tangent, but just we. Okay. Just need to so much. just needed to point out that there are constant examples of people ahead of you that have done blackface, that have done whatever insert racism, you know, racist trope. Yeah. And things don't usually end up well end up, you know, end up working out well for them. At least when it's these fashion houses, apparently with our celebrities and our actors, that's not an issue. But but the fashion houses, they or the, these companies, they end up they end up being okay. So we're gonna do one more fashion related blackface, you know, situation, um, and then we're gonna we're gonna have to do we're gonna have to right. do a follow up. We to
1: put a pin in this because, because... <laughs> we can rant on. And you're welcome for that Jewish man reference in Tropic Thunder. If you haven't, please go back and watch it. And yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: So the yeah, last yeah. one that we'll talk about, and then we'll have to yeah. I just I'm exhausted. Um, Montclair. Okay, okay so um, let's do a quick. I so I went to I went to to school upstate New York, and everyone was all about like their Canada Goose jackets, their mm-hmm. North Face jackets, mm-hmm. and then there were like a select few people that were talking about Montclairs, and I was like I. Don't understand, I don't even know what this is. Yeah, and um, if you do a nice yeah. swift Google, okay, of Montclair, Moncler, M O N C L E R, this is luxury, luxury, Montclair. their jackets, um pretty much are ranging from 950, which is very cheap. That's like a very thin jacket to like their parkas all the way up to 2300 United States dollars. Okay. (laughs) So uh, yeah, just wanted to be clear on our currency. That's how expensive they are. So um, Montclair is just basically done for skewer. And in 2016, they came out with a line. um, And according to this essence magazine, um, like digital article um, it, it <laughs> the jacket the uh, title the title was, was Moncler is selling a jacket with black face on it racist or not an update it is when you look at it a an image of a black jacket with this little circular patch on the outside of a little black circle these big oval White eyes, okay. They got little pupils on them that are white, and this big again
1: signature. This is the signature
0: red smiling. I'm lip. just
1: saying. I'm looking at this. This is the most racist. Okay. Thing oh, is it? I've seen it. Is it? It's it's like very much so. Oh, I just I want. Okay. Okay.
0: Now, um, oh, it's called the Malfi jacket. Um, so before you call this the most racist thing that you've ever seen. I'd like to introduce you to the inside of this reversible jacket, okay? Um, I'd like to introduce you to the line of bags and trinkets that were accompanied with this jacket in this line. So when you open up the jacket,
1: Oh. It is a solid They have stepped their racist pussy <laughs> up on the inside of this jacket. They
0: have a solid black jacket. Also, photos of this all will be in our show notes somewhere. Um, with with it's it's just it's covered in like little baby blackface you, you emojis. You can't even count
1: it so many. yeah.
0: And the, the crazy thing is some of them are smiling.
1: Some of them are dead.
0: Some of them are <laughs> dead. I wasn't ready for the blackness. Some of them are dead and frowning. Some of them are smiling with teeth. Some of them look a little flirty, okay? Is this a, this is like a little flirty Yeah, eye. Yeah, that, that one's um, a little flirty. Yeah, it's just covered and this is the inside. Not only is this the inside, it's a reversible jacket. So you
1: can go from a mildly racist person to an extremely
0: To a person. flaming racist. Yeah. Someone called 911 to put out the racist fire. Let's call a couple of precincts because there's a lot of things going on. We're
1: here.
0: So this jacket was, um, <sighs> yeah 20, 2016. um, and so it's interesting because I guess this is, we'll end on this we'll end on this point, yeah, and then we'll sort of pick up from this next week.
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what
0: a week is turning into what a Black History Month that has been ruined. Um. It's interesting because a lot of these brands, the luxury the luxury brands mm-hmm. are accessible to most people, right? Who they are accessible to and who does exist with wearing these items? Right. Particularly within the black community. Our rappers, our black celebrities, our black entertainers. Yes. And so there have been some responses from several different predominant black voices who are accustomed to, you know, flaunting the Gucci lifestyle. So um, Uncle Rush, (laughs) also um, Mm. T.I., Chance the Rapper. Any chance. Waka Flocka and um, mm, someone else have all called for a boycott. I thought Waka Flocka
1: wasn't
0: black. Don't call him black. I have to go home. <laughs> I have to go home. Let's start with his. Um, I, have I, have I have to go home.
1: I have to go Why are you home. I have to go home. So, in Why case are you, you don't right know, issues?
0: Waka Flocka has has told us previously that he, in fact, was not was not black. I don't know what kind of OJ Simpson complex that is, but, um, this is his response to finding out, and I haven't listened to it and neither has Anisha. So we're going to, um, we're going to press play in here. See, there's that Montclair jacket. Um, okay. Let's just see how some of our faves have responded.
1: Oh, Or stop making excuses, stop accepting an apology. If you see a model in their clothes, you know what it is. It's that simple. They start investing in, into black and high fashion. They all on Instagram that not all of the boutique clothes at the greater black high fashion. If you're a black person, it's that simple. be not being size? That's how it goes. If we all let the high end designer European, no disrespect to it, they, and they're too small for us. They, 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 <laughs> Wow, he's taking me out
0: It's too small for us. So there were some pauses because of the publication that, that re shared this. I'm gonna continue while Anisha gets it together.
1: <laughs> um oh, okay. No,
0: okay. he, he he kept saying motherfuckers, which is why it kept pausing. But he was essentially saying, let's not be mad at all white people, be mad at these these companies and old white people because white children, there is the the default. They don't know anybody. Okay. And he says that they should people people of color in particular should invest in black brands. And when he originally posted this Instagram on. Uh, this video on his Instagram, he captioned it. Quote, invest in black high fashion designers. It's that effing easy. Being mad, um, now we know how they feel. But the question is, why are we still wearing that sh- shit? Um, and I don't want to hear no fucking drip or apologies. Damn, hashtag
1: didn't his wife brought a picture
0: <laughs> and hashtag Gucci let me down. And then he tagged his wife and said, You see this shit, baby? In the caption, his wife, um, Tammy Rivera of Love and Hip Hop,
1: she's a singer. She is a Gucci queen. Absolutely. She says, Drip down in the Gucci. Drip, 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 drop. She's posting a bag every other day. And you know so what I mean?
0: she... he challenged her. Uh, you know, he just said, Did you see this baby? Um, it's also funny. One of the things that he said in that video, the thing that really took Anisha out, but I do want to tap into, is he said, this shit is too small for us anyway.
1: I love him putting, <laughs> I love that internal hate he got going on and, and being like, we can't fit that shit no way.
0: Cardi B. This is relevant. She hasn't spoken out. I'm not dragging him, just saying, but okay. this is, this is tangential to that idea. She said maybe about a year ago in an interview that the reason that she loves Fashion Nova Mm -hmm. and has even, you know, pre her fame, obviously, you know, she's like, it's super affordable. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that she said was like, it's designed for my body. As much as I would love to be able to wear, you know, the high-end girls straight off the runway, Mm -hmm. it's not designed for the shape of my body. It's designed for women who are built differently. And typically like, that is not something that is a blanket statement for women of color and their body types. So I think that it's really interesting because a lot of these brands were sort of like, Oh, 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 the new queen on the block. Can't, we can't, we can't dress her cause it doesn't fit. What can we do? How can we help her? Yeah, right, right. So it's interesting that like, you see how like, people of color were like not their target customers. Mm-hmm. You look at things like Dapper Dan with Gucci where, like oh,
1: yes. they are
0: ripping off this man's icon, you know, iconic looks. So
1: much so that they people were calling them out and they had to be like, "Okay, so we're actually going to bring him in and <laughs> he's um, like a an consultant. Let's give him some <laughs> He's actually working with us because we've tapped into the Harlem demographic and we know that he's pop."
0: So, it's you you look at like the history of like being excluded yeah. either like From the the rooms where the decisions are being made, the designs are happening, to being excluded because, like, this isn't designed for literal black and brown bodies. Mm -hmm. To then Cardi B being like, hey, sis, I'm here, I have the coins, I'm ready for the drip. And then be like, okay, what can we do? What, 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 how do we help you? Yeah. And now you're like, oh, so now you're profiting off these people of color. You know, Soldier Boy loves a Gucci headband. We know that. (laughs) He, loves,
1: remember loves, the song, Gucci Banana. Yeah. Oh, oh, that was my Dana, Dana. Bye. Bye. I grew up outside Atlanta. I love a good soldier boy. So it's like you
0: see this like evolution, and now it's like, yeah. oh well, we we see that your dollar has value. Yeah. But even after you're collecting these dollars, we've got $800, 800 hundred hundred dollar blackface sweaters. Okay. We've got you know the Montclair jacket. Like it just where does it end? And it's interesting. We're gonna do maybe two more celeb reactions. Um oh
1: my god. If they're as fun, I honestly I, like <laughs> one, I never had heard it. It took me the hell out. Oh no,
0: it took her out. It, it took her really out. It really did. Um, okay, so let's do let's do Trevor Noah, because this um, one is right here.
1: Okay. We're just
0: we're gonna do Trevor Noah.
1: Look. I mean, I guess if you're skiing, no black people would see it, but still, it doesn't make it okay. <laughs> And you know what? I'm sick of companies saying this was a powerful learning moment for us because they never actually seem to learn. You know how they're ready to learn? Like these companies have to pay black people every time they do racist shit like this. That's what I propose. Every single time, they gotta pay black people out. At least that way black people get something out of it, you know? guys on the street like, damn, man, you get a new
0: no car. Yeah, they the monkey lucky yet, man. So what are your thoughts on, on Trevor Noah proposing that these companies... First
1: of all, I hate Trevor Noah. Let me just start by saying that. He makes my skin crawl.
0: Oh. Um, <laughs> okay, we've had this chat. He
1: mm-hmm. makes my skin crawl. He's extremely problematic because... This is a person who grew up in a problematic country. Let me just say that. Let me just say that. He grew up in a problematic country. That's not this
0: one, The different That's one. Not, yeah, <laughs> a,
1: another one. You know which one I'm talking about. Nelson Mandela is rolling in his greatest you know. You know what I mean? And he grew up in a problematic country. So him, first of all, saying that you would never see black people skiing, not even the point. You should definitely pay me every time you do something racist. I would love that money. Reparations are a real thing, and we do deserve them. And I'm just saying, uh, he's very problematic, but sentiment remains the same. Pay me when you do something crazy. You can afford it.
0: You can afford You're, you're
1: putting $800 sweaters out.
0: You can afford it.
1: You're putting $1,000 jackets out. I would love that.
0: Um, okay. Um. I pulled up Troubleman31 that is T.I. okay first of his name user of words he just googled okay oh god that is is,
1: lovely that
0: is his name on the internet now I didn't know about the Moncler jacket despite being three years old until I saw this Instagram um y'all are gonna have to bear with me because I have to read the caption so just I might follow (laughs) you so just bear with me as I read it okay At Monclair. you thought you got me, huh? Is y'all out of y'all raggedy ass minds? Pay attention, people, regardless of the apology. This is what they think about us, followed by like four exclamation points. They think they can disrespect us to our faces, literally. This shit is purposefully done. Don't believe for one moment that this shit just gets out of the warehouse slash factory of a fashion brand without anyone high up in rank signing off on it. I have three clothing lines and I can tell you personally no brand waste oh sorry this is all caps no brand waste money shipping product to stores that they don't plan to sell. So fuck Montclair and whoever else oh and whoever got it on hashtag us or else wow. followed by five emojis of a fist each of them being a different color from yeah. literally the white one Very to the deepest coats. to the deepest brown. Um, so what are your thoughts on on that the Montclair jacket?
1: commentary um, from ti you know ti didn't use any large words in that no we didn't I that i appreciated him sticking true that was his honest reaction to mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. which i always appreciate um agreed on so many levels nothing gets past a brand without many sign off this is where we go you need someone in an executive level making sign sound
0: who just says you don't want this smoke in
1: this current climate why don't y'all have Nobody cares about diversity in the workplace. It's probably one black person that works there that's not quite at a VP level, but like right there straggling that they're never going to make a VP because they actually don't care. And they're just like, no one should be doing this. Or like they're like sending like secret photos to their friends. Like, y'all see <laughs> Secret in the group chat. <laughs> they're like, y'all see this shit? Like, should I, should I try to quit right now? Like, I don't know. It's just like. So, so, so very sketchy. Oh. (laughs) Continue your thought. I just... um, T.I. is so, again, problematic and...
0: But you're into the sentiment of... The
1: sentiment does remain the same of just like... They actually don't care. They don't care. It's like when people say... Remember like Marislava Duma and her friend when they got caught saying the N-word in between texts? And then so, and then she posted it, like, look at my friend. And Kiki and so is almost like, you just said the N-word. like the N-word is in that. And then her friend responded by saying, this is what we call one another. And then it took a village, again, who takes a village, and we're at the plane table and then the Someone like, back again. And it took that trial for them to both be like, Oh my God! And then we had, of course, the notes, the note section from um, on your Apple phone. Oh, apology was posted up online. As
0: uh, the read calls them, iOS press releases. Yes, 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 takes yes. Takes me yes. out every and time. And then
1: the other one, Miss Duma, who actually ran like a, ch- a children's company. She was like, "I'm gonna take a year off from social." You should go. You should go. You should go because judge and jury has decided. Um, and judge and jury are other white people because they're never black people. <laughs> judge and jury decided that when other white people are shocked by your behavior is when things get done.
0: That's when, when the it, line it, is it, crossed. It gets shut
1: the fuck down. Because <laughs> when judge and jury decide that you're actually a shitty person, like, there are many things that they'll call you out. I'm like, not really. They didn't really mean that. But sometimes they're like, nah, sis. Like, no one should be saying that. And enough people have to say that because we all know you secretly say it. Enough people have to say that, though, for it to be like, nah. You know what I mean? So it's gonna take Waka Flocka, my lord, and <laughs> Noah, and Ti as plaintiffs to be like, you have to boycott. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: So, uh, well, I'm not boycotting anything I can't afford. So there's that. Um, if I could afford, I'd be boycotting. But I listen. Um, okay, so we're gonna we're gonna close out. Um, we uh, have one more opinion from from the celebrity. Are they, is this is this like our black jury? It's like a black a, a black congregation. We have is it a sub is it a subcommittee? Is it a
1: Absolutely. nonprofit?
0: Whatever this Whatever is. Whatever we are. We, we'll you know, vote that name we're, we're having some some internal black culture conversations. Yeah. Um Okay. So the last the last um celebrity opinion that we're going for um is none other. Then DeAndre Cortez, Mr. Gucci himself, Young Draco, Young
1: Draco,
0: Soldier Boy, Soldier Boy talum mm. Y'all trick y'all, Mr. Stacks on deck, that right. right? That was it, right? Was okay, it. Okay. It. okay, so. Uh, I'm going to put, he has two Instagram posts. Um, Soldier Boy very recently was in the news, and this is for context, um, for some really outrageous claims about the state of his career, which I'm not going to argue or get into today. But he was on the Breakfast Club and he was wearing a Gucci headband, and everyone kept being like, Why do you keep wearing this one Gucci headband? We've seen you in it, why do you have more? And he went out. And bought new Gucci headbands just a mere few weeks ago, maybe two weeks ago, to be like, "Look at my Gucci drip." Now I think he's regretting that choice, uh, but I haven't, I haven't heard this video, so let's see, let's see how he responds to this Instagram that he literally just captioned at Gucci. It's your boy Soldier Boy, and it's terrifying to notice Gucci is canceled. I'm shocked, and I'm appalled, and I feel disrespected. I supported y'all brands. I spent hundreds of thousands of dollars and y'all came out with a shirt with black face on. Gucci is canceled. We're only rocking Fendi headbands from now. Oh. <laughs> fashion over, Fendi fashion over drip. See what I'm saying? Gucci is canceled. Tell ya! It's your
1: boy, so. Several things. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and lips are ashy. That's not He's wearing a Fendi headband. I have to start following him on social. I wasn't before, but the fact that he is now decked out, I want you to know, Debt. and Fendi right now. He said the Gucci gotta go. The wealth is off the charts. I'm not even gonna get into him because I can't get into him <laughs> as, a, as a human, as a human being. But this, my good sis. <laughs> What young Draco was
0: putting down, you're picking up.
1: He said, "We watch it. We we rock in Fendi and Fashion Nova. Fashion Nova. Fashion Nova is the fucking gift that keeps on giving." So he
0: then followed up with a carousel Instagram post of um, this this the turtleneck at Gucci. It's a photo of that. Then it turns out that you can buy just the mouth covering, for just that without the turtlenecks. So just it's still to, just, on a white model, by yes. the way, because uh, we're we gonna a we're gonna push that home. Okay. Um. So that actually feels maybe. First of all, their lips are different. This is like a woman, like a like a thick, like a female, like shaped, like Cupid's bow, yeah. on the turtleneck. And then when you buy just the mouth covering as it is, it it the lips are.
1: Cause it's letting you know that it's his and hers. His it's and a hers. his and hers it's matching a, set. Matching racism. Um. So
0: Valentine's Day. Okay. Next week you can do that. Um. And then he also included um an issue of apology from Gucci, which maybe we'll close. Oh, sorry that video played again. Can't, can't can't go down that road. Maybe we'll close <laughs> out with that. But um, yeah. You know, it kind of reminds me of that Dave Chappelle um, skit where he's talking about job Rule and he's like. Who asked for Jasper at a time like this? Who said let's call jazz"? that's sort of how I feel. Like yeah, who asked for Soldier Boys thing, but who knew he was on the side of the righteous? He's leaving behind the Gucci headbands, um, and then we'll just close out um, with Gucci's apologies because we didn't really, we didn't even really acknowledge that that happened. Not that it matters, but this will be important to what we get into next week. Um, so Gucci tweeted, "Quote Gucci deeply apologizes for the offense caused by the wall." Balakaval? What is this? There we go. Okay. Reading's fundamental. Um, (laughs) Jumper. We can confirm that the item has been immediately removed from our online store and all physical stores. We consider diversity to be a fundamental value, to be fully upheld, respected, and at the forefront of every decision we make. We are fully committed to increasing diversity for our organization and turning this incident into a powerful learning moment for the Gucci team and beyond. So we're gonna close out part one. We have um, to, after that. I think our, our, next, our next part of the conversation, um, I saw an article that said that we should be forgiving everyone for their past instances of blackface and that starting tomorrow, it's unacceptable. So I think that the next part of our conversation is talking about is there redemption Um, For someone's past history of blackface, Mm. as well as starting to to phase into what celebrity blackface is and what what that history has been and getting into the comics and getting into the sketches and getting into representation. And then um, maybe part three will phase into to the ways that digital, uh, sorry, that blackface is performed digitally on the Internet. Um, so wow, we have so much. In this
1: we mess. do. This is during Black History Month. I just wanted to relax. I want Beyonce <laughs> to make another announcement. Maybe she was pregnant again with some type of twin. Um, I was celebrating the fact that Black Panther had a Oscar nomination. I was really going to like really yeah lean into my Black History and mm-hmm. now um, you can't. I just keep. I'm just like, what's going to happen on Monday? It's been canceled. Black uh, History
0: Month until further notice. Has been canceled. Um, but thank you so much for listening. This one was longer than we're used to. But thank you, Anisha. Do you want anyone to follow you on social media? Do no, don't follow privacy? me. Okay. <laughs> so she shall remain anonymous, except for in the confines of our, um, our studio. So thanks so much. We'll be back with part two of our Blackface conversation. Yes. Bye, guys. Bye.